In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Gospel tells us this morning that Jesus spent time visiting and eating with sinful folk, something which did not set well with the self-righteous Pharisees. As they rebuked him, Jesus tells them a story about a shepherd who had a hundred, had one hundred sheep and lost one of them. He leaves the 99 and goes to find the one lost sheep and then rejoices when he finds it. This would have been hard for the Pharisees to understand because they had even had laws which forbade them from doing business or having social connections with sinners. The fact that Jesus would share his life with all types of people gives us hope because we are told in the epistle, he, Jesus, came into a world to save sinners. Our Lord, as the Good Shepherd, takes delight in the 99 righteous people and gives them the reassurance of God's love, but our Lord is also willing to be able to search for the lost soul. And speaking of being lost and sinful, the Apostle Paul in his first letter to Timothy says that even though he was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insulter of Jesus, and former sinner, foremost sinner of all, he has been forgiven and called into ministry. He was lost, but was definitely found. The death of the queen has been heavy on my mind this week. I watched her coronation on a seven-inch black and white screen when I was eight years old. At the time, this felt more like an obligation since my grandparents were Canadian and the only ones in the city that had a TV set in the 1950s. But with this week's reporting, you can't miss the impact she made on her country by shepherding them through the recovery of the Second World War and all the traumas the world has faced since, including the transition from the dregs of colonialism to the Commonwealth. And by all reporting, she did it with such grace, grace and constancy over the past 70 years. Who couldn't love someone who keeps a marmalade sandwich in her purse just in case? <laughs> Somehow even my Republican, and that's with a very small R in case there's any doubt, <clears throat> Even my Republican soul feels the loss of a shepherd as, it, as if there were some foundations that are, which were unshakable and suddenly we are adrift. This week I accidentally discovered a video on YouTube about the funeral of Prince Otto von Habsburg in Austria, which took place in 2011. 
He was to be buried in a Franciscan arch abbey in Austria. <clears throat> it caught my attention because of a rather strange liturgical practice. I'm sure Mark will appreciate this. The prince's coffin was carried by pallbearers wearing full military regalia into the town square in front of the abbey church. And the burgomaster approached the door of the abbey and banged on the door three times with his staff of office, kind of like a bishop at the, at the installation into the cathedral. And the abbot shouted within, and you hear this distant voice, Wer will einkommen? Who wants to come in? And the burgermeister shouts back, Herzog von Habsburg, and then lists 30 of his titles, inherited, inherited titles of state. Prince of Hungary and Austria, Grand Prince of Bohemia, and on and on and on. To which the abbot responds, Den kennen wir nicht. We don't know who he is. <laughs> so the Burgermeister lists all his political titles. President of the European Union, so on and on and on the things that he did during his lifetime. So the abbot responds, Den kennen wir nicht. We don't know who he is. So the Burgermeister responds, Otto, mortal and sinner. And the abbot responds, Den kennen wir. We know who that is. Let him in. And they let the doors open, and they welcome him in. The flag which had covered his casket was removed, and the funeral pall from under which we are all buried, was placed over his casket. He's welcomed into the church. And while I found this rather amusing, it suddenly became rather poignant when the abbot recognized Otto, the mortal sinner. Good liturgy is deliberate and poignant. Good shepherds might take their cues from the qualities we attribute to Elizabeth. And if not from Otto, at least from the Franciscans, they are rem remembered before God not for their majesty or power or might or the honors bestowed upon them, but for their constancy, compassion, and love by which they brought the lost lamb back into the fold. God forgave his people in the wilderness, and through his son Jesus, there is much rejoicing when a lost soul is found and either finds a flock or returns to a flock. Now, we've been without a shepherd for the past year, and next Sunday we celebrate the arrival of a new shepherd. We'll do our best to adorn her with the regalia and the trappings of rector, presenting her with gifts symbolizing the rank and authority of her office. But let us remember that beyond 
that office is a mortal and a sinner, just as we are. She will need to be brought into the fold with the same affection and compassion as we would require of her. We have every right to expect her to be a good shepherd and to hold her to that standard. But our responsibility is to do that with constancy and love and maybe share a marmalade sandwich when things get tough. Amen.